Hi everyone, it is Monday, August 27th, and this is Careful Tech. So a month or two ago, we trekked our way as a family up to Pennsylvania to visit my wife's parents. Now, my wife took the time off from work, but I decided I needed to save some vacation days because I had spent so many uh, at a on a beach trip a month or two earlier. And that meant that I needed to find somewhere to get my work done. I didn't really want to work from the dining room table because of the interruptions and um, just the noise of the house. I didn't want to work from the kitchen counter. So I settled on the closest Starbucks, which was a 15 or 20 minute drive away. Here's what I learned about remote work in that third place office uh, and as well about myself as a worker. First, Starbucks is loud. Uh, they, like any other restaurant, they pipe in canned music. And I, you know, I don't begrudge them that. And if I were meeting a friend for, for drinks, I probably wouldn't even notice. But when I'm trying to be productive, that noise level really isn't ideal. It's not so much that I hate the musical selections at Starbucks. I mean, their catalog of singer-songwriter indie pop is pretty benign. But the real problem is that any music, for me, that has lyrics that I can make out is a distraction. The performer's sung words get jumbled up in my brain with my own. And that's why at home I prefer tracks without lyrics while I'm working. Movie soundtracks. Classical pieces, those are what really make up the bulk of my work playlists. Um, it's not just the piped-in music that makes Starbucks loud. I mean, people are talking, and so they're trying to strain to get their voices heard. Uh, you have the clatter from the kitchen with steaming milk and uh, whipped cream spraying. Even the best noise-canceling headphones, which I don't have, would struggle to filter out all that racket. My solution for coffee shop work is typically to just blast white noise or better, lower frequency brown noise through my headset. That typically manages to drown out most of Starbucks' atmosphere, its aural atmosphere. Now, this approach has its drawbacks. I mean, I can't make out my own music when I do that either, but at least that constant thrum of static creates some mental space to let me concentrate. Second group of thoughts is about Starbucks quote-unquote food. Now, you don't have to buy something to go to Starbucks anymore. Um, after some controversy last year, they changed the rules, so you don't have to actually even go to the counter and buy a drink or a snack to claim a seat in Starbucks. Um, you're allowed to hang out if you want to, but I would feel a little bit guilty about occupying a table without a Starbucks cup in hand, especially if the place is busy enough that uh, other customers are left without a place to sit. Now, in a better coffee house, something locally owned that takes its uh, Java a little bit more seriously, a latte or even, even a cafe mocha are pretty reasonable treats. They're definitely not healthy, uh, but they're not awful either. Now, Starbucks is a different animal. Their menu is so uh, chock full of sugar your drink is going to be pumped full of syrup, whipped cream comes standard, and you can expect chocolate just drizzled on the top, even if you didn't ask for it. Same thing for the snacks that are piled by the counter. You've got processed calorie bombs. You've got cookies and brownies and sugar and uh, really uh, fatty chips, all the sort of stuff you probably shouldn't be eating.
So yeah, visiting Starbucks, that's going to sabotage your diet. It will also significantly lighten your wallet if you're, if you're buying something every time you go in there. Even limiting yourself to one drink, well, that's 6 or $7, depending on what you pick. Um, lunch there is going to be $10 more. Even a few snacks would cost 5 bucks. Long story short, if you spent a month remote working from Starbucks on every weekday, you could easily drop $500 on food and drinks alone. Now, that might compare kind of favorably to renting an office somewhere or even a co-working situation, um, but you would save significant cash by working from home, brewing your own coffee, and just uh, microwaving last night's leftovers for lunch. Third issue, the P dilemma. At a traditional workplace or even your home office, you never have to think twice about a five-minute bathroom break unless your manager is, you know, is counting your work clock. You can just lock your workstation and leave, or if you're at home, just walk away. But at Starbucks, every twinge of my bladder presents a little bit of a problem. Do I risk leaving this $2,000 laptop plus my wireless mouse or my headset lying there on the table? Do I ask a nearby neighbor to serve as my unpaid and disinterested security guard for my stuff? Or do I wind up all my cables, turn off my accessories, put them in their carrying case, stuff it all into my backpack, and carry it all to the potty? Uh, (laughs) You have to excuse me for saying potty. I do have a three-year-old. And then hope after I do my business that I can find a seat when I come back. Then unpack all that stuff, all that in between uh, busy work is going to eat up some precious work time. A quick trip to uh, use the bathroom could easily take 15 minutes, 20 minutes um, of going back and forth. And then when you come back, you probably don't have that drink in hand anymore. And so you probably feel a little bit of, um, of an urge to go and visit the counter again and buy something to make it look at least like you're a paying customer. Uh, Another issue at Starbucks is the cramped work footprint in terms of your desktop space. Uh, Like like designers and developers, even productivity gurus uh, often prefer multiple monitors, right? In my home office, I have four monitors, three external screens, I'm looking at them right now, plus the native laptop display. And even that sometimes feels inadequate. I, I want a wall of pixels in front of me to spread out my various apps. Of course, at Starbucks, I don't have that. I'm constrained to my laptop's relatively tiny workspace. So I feel like I'm multitasking with one arm tied behind my back. No matter how much I practice the multitasking keyboard shortcuts or swipe gestures to get back and forth between programs. Um, There's something to be said, yes, for the increased focus of viewing a single app But the fact of the matter is that many tasks are just far easier when you can set two or three app windows side by side. So in the end, after a few days working at Starbucks, I kind of gave up. I borrowed a folding table from my in-laws' neighbors and set up a makeshift workspace in uh, my wife's parents' laundry room. Yes, it was was lacking in some ambiance, but it made up for it in quiet, convenient, and especially cost. Um, And then when I returned home, of course, I was eager to return to my dedicated home office. 
Now, I still do make work pilgrimages. I still do make work pilgrimages to my local coffee shop every Friday afternoon. Uh, it's there's a good chance you'll find me there, winding up my work week and sipping on a mocha. But those visits last just a few hours, and it's just one day a week. I, I think what I learned on this recent trip is that I'm just not suited for days long work sojourns at Starbucks. Thanks very much for listening. You can find my website at matthogger.com. You'll find the podcast at carefultech.net. Um, hit me up on Twitter if you want to chat about this episode. And uh, feel free to listen again. Thanks very much. Bye.